Welcome to Life is Love School. Hey everybody, welcome back to Life is Love School channel. Today we're going to do a different format where I take about five minutes to answer people's questions. So some of you know, I run a Facebook group. It's a private group for childhood abuse survivors that are now adults. And we have very lively conversations there. So if you're not yet in that group, you definitely want to join and you can find the information in the show notes. So the questions I got today is, Hi, you may. I feel like I oftentimes walk around the world with no skin on. I am so easily triggered that I feel vulnerable all the time. How do I learn to not take things so personally? So I'm really glad that you've asked this question because this is such a common experience for those of us that survived a rather terrible childhood. So I will start by quoting one of the authors that I really love. His name is Don Miguel Ruiz. And he wrote this book called The Four Agreements. And one of the agreements is agreement number two, don't take anything personally. He says, nothing others do is because of you. What other people say and do is a projection of their own reality. When you are immune to the opinions and actions of others, you won't be a victim of needless suffering. In my own life, I've experienced this for sure. I've, uh, I have nearsightness. So sometimes um, I don't necessarily always recognize people. So I don't necessarily say hello. I've had situations where people that are on my team that report to me get triggered because they're like, oh, you may did not smile at me today. If my manager didn't smile at me, it doesn't mean that I didn't do something right. Are they angry at me? Luckily, people do come up and ask me about it, and I would explain that it's because I don't have glasses on. And because of that, I do tell people proactively that if I don't say hello to you, it's not because I'm angry, it's because I can't see. But so often in life, we take things that are completely not personal to us and make it personal. We drive on a road and we're cut off and we immediately think that this person is out to get us when in fact, they might just be in a rush to get somewhere, or they might have to go to a work meeting, they're late, or they have to be at home because they have to take over from the nanny. It is really not about us. So how do we solve this kind of situation? Well, the key here is to not make assumptions that it's about us because it generally isn't. If we feel that there is a situation like an impasse, what we can do is to have a calm approach, we could talk to the other person, we can be brave and ask them, you know, I feel that I haven't heard from you for a while. Did I by any chance say something last time that irritated you? Can you tell me about it? It takes courage to have this type of conversation. And the reason that many people don't have this conversation is because we're afraid. We're afraid that the answer will come back that yes, you piss me off. I don't want to be friends anymore. But if we can make peace with the fact that that could be a possible answer and that we will accept that, then we can go ahead and have that direct conversation. If we don't take people's rejection seriously or take it too hard as we are not good enough or it's further proof that we are worthless, then we can go and have all these conversations and actually makes the the relationship so much smoother when we're not harboring resentment We're not guessing their intentions, and we actually have an adult conversation. So this is where I start. I would start by not assuming anything. 
and approaching the person with an open heart and honestly ask them a question and try to get clarification. Another scenario is to understand that if we feel triggered, it could actually be about us. And that means there is a button inside of us. And the button was placed there because we have some experience in life, oftentimes early in childhood, that set the button. So for example, take an extreme case. If someone were to call you a pink elephant, I think you would very quickly dismiss it. You would think it's a joke, right? Or you might even think that person is crazy because no part of you agree with that statement. Yet, if that same person were to say, oh, I think you're quite selfish, you're very self-centered, you might feel triggered. And this is a common trigger for many survivors. And the reason is that if we were raised in a family where the parents would tell us that, hey, you know, you're being selfish if you don't bend over backwards to make the parents happy, then part of you may actually incorrectly believe that to be true. And so in the current day, if somebody says that, then you might feel like, oh, you know, they're really speaking something that is true, even though it's completely not true. So when we feel triggered, this is also an opportunity to say, okay, this is a portal to my past. It gives me an opportunity to look and see where that came from and to heal that part of us with a lot of compassion and a lot of self-love. So the last thing that I want to leave you with is an amazing quote from um, actress Shirley MacLaine. She said, at age 20, you care so much about what everybody is thinking about you. At 40, you start to say, I don't give a damn what other people think about you. At 60, you realize that no one was ever thinking about you. So how about this? Let's just fast track directly to 60 so that we have that mindset of, honestly, everybody's so worried about themselves and nobody is thinking about you. So if you're interested in asking me a question, just put it down in the comments, hit a like and subscribe. And also um, good news is I'm also about to launch a workshop that will run for about three months. Cause I th think three months is a good time frame where you can actually see a transformation. If you've been through years of studying, reading books, watching videos, going to retreats and not seeing a difference, I think you want to check out the workshop that I'm running. It's called Made to Shine because I believe that all of us were made to shine, but we learn to dim our light. What I'm trying to help you is to remove all the layers of gunk so you can shine again. And what's special about the programs is that it will deliver results. It will deliver results because practices and exercises and group coaching, group accountability is a huge part of it. I would not have picked up meditation as a practice if I didn't practice it with other people, if I didn't have accountability. So this program has all of that built in. So you do it as a group, it is fun, and it becomes real for you. That's when you see changes. So check it out, it's also in the show notes. Send me questions with much love. I'll see you next time.